Yo, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen, fellow travelers? Thank you for listening to Nerds and Iron. This is Miguel, the producer. Just wanted to give a quick apology about the delay of uploading the episode. I had some technical difficulties uploading the first episode with the intro and everything, but my files corrupted because of some shit I downloaded. So, haha, <laughs> jokes on me. So, anyways, we're gonna kick off the episode talking about New Year's and whatnot. Obviously, we get into some jokes, we do our little thing. Um, before we get started, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our uh, sponsor, E&E Bartending. They are a bartending service, two really cool dudes. I grew up with them, they're amazing guys, amazing personalities, and they provide a service where they serve your drinks for you at any party, wedding, get together, or anything that involves alcohol. So hit them up, E&E Bartending, follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and whatever the hell else that they got on social media. So, thank you guys, and hopefully you enjoy the episode. Let's get to it! Gentlemen, it's post-Christmas. I had a pretty good one. How about you guys? How'd it go? Talk to me. Pretty good. Uh, got some good shit. Hey, what'd uh, you get? A rollout piano. Like, like, it's, like it's one of those things where it's like a mat, and you have this little box where all the noise comes out of, but you can roll it up, transport it, unroll it turn it on plug it in and you can play the piano it has oh, is it electric yes oh damn that's freaking awesome it, it also has uh over 120 i think tones so different sounds that it can do also it's, it's basically a keyboard yeah it's essentially the keyboard but my mom got it for me it also has a sustain pedal with it my mom got it for me since i'll be moving can't take an actual piano with me i can take this it's not the same but it's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Did you get anything else? Lots of alcohol. Nice. <laughs> I do. Scotch. <laughs> whiskey. No, just, just whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> whiskey. Ah. Whiskey and a, b- a bunch of little sample <laughs> bottles. Uh, cr- my, my parents filled up our stockings with all this like sample bottle liquor stuff. Nice. So we got some vodka my brother gave to me because he hates vodka. Got uh, different types of whiskey and rum. And then the one that he gave me because he didn't want it. And I looked at him and like, oh, fuck me, was tequila. (laughs) (laughs) You got two things of tequila, and I was looking at my parents going, why? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then we also got like three things of moonshine. Oh, nice. Ooh, yeah. Actually, I had that um, about a month ago at one of my clients' birthday parties. It was a, what is it, like a York? So it was a chocolate mint. It is deadly it was no hold on this one was deadly because like the alcohol you know people will say oh you can't even taste the alcohol you know you literally you drink can't. it and you know you drink it and, like it comes out your nose you could like you idiot yeah you can well this one like i tried i'm like whoa and i even had caitlin try it and she was like oh like, the, the flavored moonshines are deadly because you cannot taste the alcohol nearly <laughs> as much and they're so sweet and they do taste a lot like what they say they are because one i had one which was a uh, apple pie same that's the exact same it, one it tastes had, like yeah. apple pie but it's liquid and it's alcoholic well, so you well, get drunk off that or you get a buzz off that you're gonna have a head, headache the next day yeah well, what are the regulations and isn't like illegal to make moonshine allegedly allegedly <laughs> so you allegedly got some <laughs> i'm honestly not sure i remember like way back when it definitely was like as a whole almost like quote unquote trigger word when you say like yeah he makes moonshine or here here's some moonshine that it was a negative thing yeah but I have no idea about it today. Nice. Um, I just know it tastes good. Well, there you go. Yeah, so the Christmas Eve, my mom, her Christmas gift for me was 
she literally just made tamales for me i had asked her to make me some and she goes nah and she was she was showing saying kind of like she didn't want to and i felt bad I'm like mom you don't have to because she hates me because they're time consuming so she was acting like she wasn't, and then she shows up to my place with this big old trade. I'm like, ah! you know, <laughs> with a little squeal and everything. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> exactly what happened. That made mole rice, and so Christmas Eve, you know, it's more of the Mexican tradition. You, you know, I hang out so. with the fam that way, and then you know, being with a white girl, then the next day you spend it, you know, with her, and so it was cool. It's a two day thing. She, you know, her and I end up spending we celebrate Christmas basically for two days. So it works. Yeah. It's pretty. And so a lot for me consisted a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of food. I mean, I, I, I mean, I ate way too much. Listen, I, my, my brother and I did eat a lot of food, but also threw a, a little bit of it up. Ooh. It was, uh, we got also got cigar boxes with cigars in it. Did you overdo oh. it? I was doing just fine. Had some whiskey, had my cigar. As you know, I'm old inside, but I'm smoking it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. But it got to a point where it got so small that it was, you had to start puffing on it faster and deeper just to keep it lit. Jesus. And that killed me because I could feel it go straight to my head. Went to the bathroom, did a number two, and then sat there and could feel uh, my face start heating up. It's like, oh, crap. I'm about to throw up. Okay, this is going to happen. And yeah. Stoners are smarter than you, bro. They just keep the lighter. <laughs> it's also more of a pain in the ass because it's more like you do like two puffs talk for let's say a minute then you look at it it's out again keep that lighter on you bro <laughs> <laughs> no dude I also, but I also really fucked up how I lit it so it was one of those oh. things that it wasn't going to sustain itself just because I really fucked up the lighting oh, that, that were, you just took me back everything you described with that took me back to uh, 4th of July this last year and for the first so you'd gotten us a cigar for your well, we got me a cigar, like everyone else, for your for graduation. graduation. So I took the rest of it, and then must have been like a few weeks later, lit it up, did the rest of it, and I don't know what happened the second time, dude. I was puking. It was bad. It. I felt this weird kind of sickness. So, uh, well, it's one of those things. I don't know if you experience it, but it's like your face or the heat in your face suddenly just skyrockets. You get a headache, almost like you're hungover. And then you just sit there and like, I don't feel too good and bleh. I had hot dogs, so it was pretty, yeah, hell yeah. It, was, it was disgusting. I looked up, <laughs> I just had alcohol come back up. So it also sobered me up a little bit. So so my cat kind of looked at me like, you dumbass. <laughs> you fucking peasant. <laughs> so, then, let, let's see. So what we drank, my brother just had uh, Coke. But he also took some of the Jameson that he got for Coca Cola, uh, right? Yeah, Coca Cola. Okay, Colombian stuff. But he got so he had Coca Cola and he poured a double shots worth of Jameson Stout Edition. Mm. And it's like, eh, actually, no, I, I messed that up. He poured the Stout into a monster. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, he had me tasting like it's not bad. I mean, it's not uh, terrible. It's what's not that bad. Taste like? It t- sounds horrendous. Knowing Chris, it tasted yeah, like. Well, America. part of it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, part of it was there was that much. Dude, that sounds uh, like a dare. That's just yeah. no. Like, he just did it. But it was like there's that much uh, monster in that little bit of Jameson, and then what he ended up doing was he took that and then put the coke in it. Oh Jesus! That actually surprisingly tasted really good. I said, no, our troops have, you know, liver of steel. Yeah. Jeez, I could not do that. Oh, my God. And then I just had mimosas from 12 o'clock to about 8 o'clock at night. Nice. Dude, that was nice. That it's, was always nice. it's always nice, though, you know, Christmas to spend time with the family and just kind of 
Uh, I guess as you get older, you know, it's you, nice you, to chill. You, you've got an old soul, but it's it's just nice to so you understand. But oh, it's yeah. it's just nice to just chill and kind of be like, you know what? I, you start appreciating that a little more, and not so much the flash. Chill, have gift, some fun. Don't care about that anymore. Uh, yeah. My brother and I had a conversation with our parents at one point uh, a few years ago, where it's, we don't want all these gifts. We don't want you to get us twenty fucking gifts where we're opening presents from eight o'clock a.m. to let's say one o'clock yeah. of constant gift exactly. opening. We'd rather get like three maybe five quality gifts that have something that we really need yeah. or something like boxers that, boxers clothes <laughs> <And> socks or <laughs> my here, dude. so here's the other thing people kept asking me what do you want for christmas i'm like i don't, I don't know i don't care dude, I, then, dude. When, then, when i thought back on it, it's like fuck you know what a costco membership card would have been wonderful yeah buy bulk food when i'm living somewhere else like hey, why I hope not let's let's talk about that now what's going on dude you, you, yeah, you kind of hit it a little bit ago so way back when in one of the earlier episodes we talked about how i was talking with santa clara and university of texas permian basin i fucked up and said persimmon basin <laughs> but you permian. calling him a bunch of fruits bro i was too fruity over there <laughs> well as it turns out uh I accepted the intern. I was accepted and then accepted the internship position at Santa Clara University. I was figuring that the start date would be more mid January, later January, because I was looking at all the uh, like semester, trimester. It turns out they're a quarter system. But I was looking at the first day of school for all these other colleges or schools of college that Santa Clara offers. They all were starting around January 14th or so. So I messaged the coaches, and it was like, okay, so when is the earliest you want us there? Like, when, when's the start date? And he goes, uh, January 3rd. <laughs> he told me this two weeks after I messaged him. So this was around December 18th, maybe? Yeah. Or so? Told, dropped that on me. He's like, uh, fuck. Yeah, because the next day, we were squatting uh, in motion, and so he told him, like, oh, yeah, well. He's like, this is uh, much, much earlier and faster than I thought it was going to yeah. be. So had to scramble and find a place to live. You, find, you found stuff. a place, right? Yeah, we got a great deal. Nice. I was what's, able what's to. That? So for one person, it's six ninety five a month. It's in San Jose. Whoa. For six ninety five. That's that's very cheap. That's for that really area. good. And then I got it worked out to where there we got a slightly bigger room, just because things worked out well for us. And I could squeeze another guy in with me, so I'll have a roommate for fifty dollars extra, so about seven fifty. But that is the price for the room. We get to split nice. that in half, so it's about three seventy five a person. Dude, don't get out of there. Right, cool, because people will rent out like I've heard of people renting out like hallways and stuff for like three hundred dollars, yeah. and you can only be there from like like. 8 p.m. to like 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. And you have to leave. You can't cook there, and like that's how much yeah. they pay. So that's a killer deal, dude. Holy crap! Good shit, man. How the hell did you find that? You you the, you the uh, one talks to me about like finding deals. How the hell did you find? I that? reached out to one of the coaches. Was telling him that is there any help with finding living or any kind of living setup situation? And it took him again about two days to get back to me. So this entire time I'm looking at all these things. Like I don't have thousands of dollars to spend a month just to bathe shit and sleep in a spot yeah. he got back to me and said one of the other people that 
he knew was moving out. So there's a room open with this one guy and then connected me with the guy after nice. another week and a half of me messaging him. Like, nice. And, and you I know that that guy was like scrambling to look for somebody too, because then no. they up paying more. Like he, no, they come to him. Really? Oh, so he's like, whatever? Yeah, he's Well, I mean, I guess guess rooms over there are, like, very in demand and stuff, so... Especially if you say that, yeah, this is the room, it's a nice little place for $6.95 a month for one person, it's going to be gone before anything else. Yeah, before you finish the sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It's a three-story building. The top floor is, like, the actual nice big room, almost an actual living area. The middle floor is just a little bit bigger than where I'll be staying. And then you go down to what I'm pretty sure used to be the basement, and he converted that into a living area with a kitchen, two bathrooms with two water heaters. Nice. And then you have five rooms. Dude, that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. That's a good little setup, man. It is a pretty cozy little setup. Well, good. Well, just know uh, people out there, he may be MIA for a bit. We'll see. We're going to work on maybe getting him on. It'd be nice. But for obviously. Maybe MIA, but I'm not leaving. Yeah. He'll he'll be with us in, in so for yeah. all of you so for all of you who would dead. be sad yeah, dude. rip Andrew What's the title this rip Andrew it was like for all of you who would be sad if I left don't worry I'll still be here for all the ones who are like good God thank you he's finally leaving go fuck yourself and still stay <laughs> those, those would be my fans <laughs> like that guy with the annoying as Miguel describes it the annoying soothe or in a smooth voice a smooth voice is not leaving yet nope. Nope, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm getting, Small head boy still Dude, staying. I'm getting really fucking creative with shit I'm trying to get done. Like, trying to stay part of Nerds and Iron, trying to make incomes. I'm getting really, yeah. really yeah, creative. For sure. So you're going to be, I mean, I expect you to be buried with things for a while, so. Going to be a busy boy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously that comes first. I mean, this is yeah. your future we're talking about. Dude, but that's incredible. It's awesome to hear that you're going to continue the education that yeah. you're already bestowing upon our travelers. Hell yeah! yeah. That's and really he's cool. only gonna get better. He's basically yeah. gonna go into hi- he's gonna go into the time chamber like in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, and <laughs> come out, he's gonna come out, Super Saiyan, Saiyan God. Yeah, it's the same uh, sustain Super Saiyan forever, <laughs> like back in the Cell Saga. <laughs> yeah, and he's almost it. perfect Cell. He's middle yeah. Saiyan, and then go and become Super Saiyan two in the middle of a fight. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> gonna yell for about three years. Uh. Uh, well, guys, switching gears here. Check this out. So remember that sausage finger I was telling you guys about? Dude. Yeah, I saw your post on social media. What the fuck happened? Yeah, so dude. So I, the doctor complimented me, which is pretty cool. He said the ligaments in my hand were so strong that they actually broke the, basically frag, you know, fractured top of my finger. So the bone, the, the most distal part, the farthest part, actually ended up, yeah, the ligament didn't tear, right? It was fine. It's the bone itself that fractured. So it's, it's pretty cool. I was like, that's awesome. So I'm kind of going in my head and I was, I was like, laughing about it telling him like dude it wasn't even worth it like i was to it's like you're going for a sack you and like i didn't even get you missed <laughs> and i didn't even get the sack that's the worst part and you heard like, you heard him on your legs dude so like yeah, your yeah. greatest weapon was your biggest weakness <laughs> <laughs> dude it, i don't know it, but uh but so i had kind of just said fuck it and like said it'll heal itself and i noticed that the swelling a month later wouldn't go down and it started breaking my skin so i was like oh well that's not good so i decided eh and Caitlin actually made me go to the doctor. She <laughs> said it all. So ended up going. And uh, yeah, he just basically splinted it, which I could have, who would have thought, you know, but yeah. splinted it and six weeks. So I've been trying to see how to grab weights. <laughs> Some of my clients have like laughed at me. Like, like I'll pick up like this. I'll pick it up like this. <laughs> so picking up. So doing like an overhead press, bench press. It's very sketchy, so I'm trying to figure out to get more comfortable with that. It's probably going to be less weight, so it's probably going to push back my prep. 
but um actually ordered the most like vagina thing ever the those hook straps so so the one oh that i saw those i was going to ask you about those of how stupid is this shit <laughs> hey some of us need it it's so, it's so, well, so, no, so i remember that um chico state in their weight room had those because i was playing with them deadlifting back when i thought i was strong with a dr fahey and i needed straps and I could not find the actual good ones that you wrap around the bar, but mm-hmm. I found the metal ones, and I was like, oh, let's so they're try like, this. They're, they're like hooks. And they you... are very awkward to try and deadlift with, because that bar still fucking rotates. Yeah. Oh, damn. So it doesn't, like, lock in place? No, it, it doesn't. Or the one that I tried did not lock into place. And so the bar is rotating, but the other thing is, you do it, there's, like, a metal ring that wraps around your wrist, and then you have the little hook. So as you're lifting it, since it's in the hook, if you're not actively squeezing at all, you will feel that metal brace start ripping on your uh, wrist. Yeah. And so the other part is, if it gets heavy enough, you look at it and, and you're more concerned about is the metal going to bend, and then I'm going to drop this thing. No, I was reading reviews, and I guess it's like the guys are like, "This one is because that's the number one complaint is the metal kind of tearing up your wrist." So it's all good. Like that's no problem. Part of it is uh, I'm going to go see a specialist, you know, about it because if I tense my hand up too much, it could pull that ligament back again and like restart the whole process oh, again dude, so i gotta be careful with stressing my hand out too much so everything i've been doing is like really really light things like deadlift which i was like finally finding my stride with i have to like I'll put on hold so well, welcome to my not, world, not necessarily <laughs> so remember i talked about this in an earlier episode just a little bit that you can dial the weight or the load back a little bit to make it lighter then focus more on the bar speed and you can still activate and train those type 2 fibers it's yeah. just more velocity based training and less percentage based yeah. training well today Caitlin and I got a workout in and we and I was kind of playing with that I, I did manipulate the bar speed a bit I tried holding the you know at the bottom of the lifts trying to be more explosive on the way up slower on the way down things like that just more better control slowing down the tempo and yeah i mean that did help a little bit but i was enjoying going heavier so it's kind of sucks because you know when you go super heavy doing like a rpe9 you know a set of three and you're going you know balls to the wall you end up tensing your whole body naturally and i kind of noticed the weird pain kind of like in the middle of my wrist so and i could just it seems to me it's like the tendon is kind of trying to keep my finger up and it's kind of tensing it all awkwardly because my pinky has to be up too. It's like very, very, yeah, very, very dainty. <laughs> <laughs> so what you could also do is then try doing um, good mornings. Good mornings, yes. Because I believe I read in Book of Methods by Louis Simmons that the good morning at its lowest position and how everything moves is very similar to the deadlift dance mechanics. Well, that's why uh, it's always a good way to warm up with it too. And then, like instead of RDLs, good mornings obviously is yeah. a good way to keep the weight. Light. And when you do good mornings, I mean, you want to do them with something super light, right? Always, because I have seen people use the forty-five pound Olympic dumbbells to do good mornings, and I have seen some not good results from it too. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Well, my brother actually was one of those. <laughs> my brother messed up his oh, back. Oh, that's good right. Mornings. Yeah. No, dude, I watched one. <clears throat> I watched one of these dudes. I'm not going to name his name. <laughs> so basically, he just went in. And he did not activate his hips at all. Just kind of let the back roll. It was roll. a straight bend roll. Ugh. And I heard it. I heard it from a distance. Just this tiny little. And nope. Ugh. He could not walk for a second. Yeah. See. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the, you can't even hide that injury, dude. At least yeah. I can hide my injury. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> well, hey, guys. I want to. This is more of a call for help for any of our listeners out there. But I. So I've got an uninvited guest in the car. So it, I don't know if it's a mouse or a rat. <laughs> But something seems to have gotten into the car, kind of like in the cabin, like inside of it, like where the air comes out from. Your but, new car, right? Yes. So we noticed that 
well, Caitlin got in and noticed there was a hole kind of like chewed at the corner of the car. She's the one that actually originally noticed it. She was driving and heard like rustling back and forth, like something was running back. And then she heard squeaking. So I was like, oh, okay, well, you know what it That's is. We had a really, really, really uh, cold morning slat recently. So I think is when she went to go park the car at her work, the warmth of the engine invited it over, got in. And so what Are I do sure know is... sure it's still alive? Yes, because the hole wasn't in there until today. And this has been about a week-long thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. not only that, the fan. So if I turn on the air, the fan makes a weird noise. So to me, that sounds like it's a mouse. Because a rat would do way more damage. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, a rat would do tons more well, damage. I'm, they are terrible. Well, I'm curious what the blower motor, so, you know, what blows the hot air out into the car. I'm curious what that looks like. Because now it's making a weird noise. Oh, so yeah. he's probably chewing a little bit through the wires uh, and shit. Yeah, dude. I yeah. really hope. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. So you should take care of that very quickly. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm. Don't you have a Don't you have a ball python, dude, that I can borrow? <laughs> yeah, he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave him in there for a week. He'll figure it out, right? Yeah, dude. If he I, I don't know. I mean, belly, I, I watched the little turd kill a rat start eating it get distracted and confused and then just leave it in the corner i had to wait 30 minutes for him to f- just remember that he's hungry and remember where he left the damn rat <laughs> wow hey hey as long as it's dead i don't care if he doesn't eat it i'll just <laughs> throw the sucker out i'm just i'm scared well, that it's starting to build a nest because it grabbed some cotton type stuff it'll kind of chew the hole and we'll upload pictures if you know we'll be sure to upload pictures but um it seems like getting soft thing so i'm wondering if it's if it's building a nest and it thinks prego dude dude you're fucked fucked. yeah super fucked yeah you may just want bite the bullet get a professional go in i know right i say go in like it's going into a house but like no just get it dealt with. i really hope a listener out there has like dealt with this and they can like reach out to me and like help me out hopefully i'm pretty sure the listeners are sitting there going what the fuck kind of problem is this how the (laughs) hell did you get a mouse rat rodent thing stuck in your damn car a quest for the travelers. Defeat the rat. <laughs> <laughs> Mini boss. <laughs> so, Andrew, what do you think of that video I sent you, dude? The one about the celery? Yes, the celery juice cleanse. <laughs> okay, so for everyone out there to just understand, I'm going dude, to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be listeners. very clear about this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be very clear and very quick about this. You do not need to detoxify or cleanse your body. Your liver is built to fucking do that. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> so if anyone has watched you season two spoilers, you guys, you've seen what happens to Joe when he goes on a celery cleanse. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, you hear it all the time that go on detox uh, teas, a fluid diet, whatever, just to detoxify the body. The liver is built to do like hundreds of fucking things. I th- we had an episode where we talked about how m- many things it does. The liver is one of its main things is to filter the blood. If you're talking about your piss for some reason that it needs to be filtered, that's what your kidneys are for. Yes. Yes. Your body is built to get rid of toxins if you stop ingesting the damn toxin. And I think we've brought this up too. Your blood is toxic. That's why it has to be filtered through the liver. Well, you have yeah. a lot of things. It's like a freeway. So yeah. basically, it's being filled. It's like a, what is it? Truck stops. Yeah, truck yeah, stops. Yeah, yeah. yeah, basically, liver's basically a truck stop. And, yeah, you know, fuel, filtering. food, shower. Exactly. So everything you need. If you're trying to detoxify your blood or your body, stop consuming the known toxins. If it's marijuana, stop eating it or smoking it, and it'll filter through the body on its own. If it's alcohol, stop drinking. Yes. Now, the celery th- shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> Literally, celery, shit. I don't know exactly how it works, but I'm pretty sure it's doing something where it's speeding up the motility. Motility is how fast whatever you eat will go through your intestines. Yes. When you finish chewing it and you swallow your food, it becomes a bolus, or it's known as a bolus. When it's in the stomach and then gets pushed out, it becomes chyme. Yeah. So the chyme that's in your intestines will move through all the entire length of your fucking intestines at a certain speed. Yes. Based on what it's made out of with carbs, fat, protein, fiber, stuff like that. Yeah. Fiber slows it down. It's pretty good at slowing yep. down. And there's two types of fiber. One will help clump everything together, and the other is a solid that's like a toothbrush for your intestines, which is why you need to eat it. Yes. So with that, there's some foods that will speed up. And slow down. As we just said, fiber will slow down. I'm thinking what the celery is doing when you blend it up into that fluid, nasty green thing, and then you ingest it, is it's triggering triggering something in the intestines to where it's speeding motility. There's a few ways that happens. One way is that the glycemic index is so high that everything is pretty much being, all the fluids are being sucked out of the body into the intestines to balance the concentration out, and that will speed everything up because it'll be higher in water and then just gets pooped out as diarrhea. Because I remember that video you showed me. It was like the lady was saying, you drink this, and then within like 10 minutes, you will have to shit. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you can hold it. It's you're going to shit right now. And it's a violent shit. Too. So yeah. it's, 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 about it being it's pretty much it's acting yeah. more like a laxative than anything else. Yeah. Do you feel more full? Well, I can see it being that it's more full just because of the sheer bulk and yeah. size of what you're drinking. But it's the thing I don't like about it is you end up like taking out the fiber too. Just eat the damn celery, yeah. I think. You know, because so the way she did it was she filtered out the bulk. And that bulk is actually the fiber, I'd, I'd assume. So you end up getting, you get the nutrients from it, but you're getting a lot of water with like, <laughs> well, you know? That's why I think the sheer size or volume of what it is you're consuming is one reason why you feel content because it's sending that signal where it's stretching the rugae in the stomach, rugae are the folds. When they get stretched to a certain point, it will release a hormone from the stomach that goes to the brain and tells the brain to stop eating. Yeah. That the stomach is full. You know what else does that though? Water. Just good old water. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I think when you are consuming, was it 16 ounces of fluid? Something ridiculous. But like they're that. trying to slam it quickly because it tastes like shit. Yeah. That's going to stretch the stomach drastic, or not drastically, but quickly, which I would think would probably send a signal to the brain that it just stretch its full, stop consuming. And at that point, it's you finished your drink. You're not going to eat because I believe they said that you go a while without eating. So you give that little gap in time where your stomach is stretched with fluid before it shrinks back down, but the hormones move slower than uh, neurological synapses. I think she was trying to really push for it, though, because she also talked about she was getting pimples throughout, and she and she believes that it was the toxins leaving her body. Nope. No. That's your body <laughs> reacting to something negative. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what you feel like without toxins, you just feel better. Yeah. Your, <laughs> your skin doesn't break out. It may actually clear up. Yeah, so so this funny thing is she's getting acne and she's literally telling people that she's pretty sure it's toxins leaving her body. That's not how it works. We're not, you know, there's animals that can excrete things out their skin, you know, but uh, humans aren't one of those. So, sweat, I, I saw oils. one of those yep. Facebook video things, uh, 
of a guy watching other people's videos and he's giving his thoughts as he watches this video and at one of them it's i'm pretty sure an influencer or someone stupid who is talking about how guys i'm, I'm about to show you something that's really really gross i, I can't even understand like how gr can't, can't i can't convey and this actually i was talking how gross this is so look at this i have like some kind of rash it's a bunch of fucking pimples on his uh chest and he goes, I have not showered after I worked out. I'm pretty sure that is just that nasty and gross. And like, well, no shit. If you work out, yeah. you sweat, <laughs> and you don't shower, You're gonna it's going to clog up the pores, and you're going to get pimples. And he goes, so this shows I'm not fake, and this video is not fake. My thought just on that little part is, this shows you're full of fucking shit. Yeah. And it shows you're well, fucking nasty. He's, he's going out of his way to, like, yeah, to like, do that. It was like what we talked about, the influencers who were on the toilet all right, the girl who was on the toilet showing that women poop too, so I'm a real person. You don't work to show how real you are. You just are. Just be real. Just be real. That's it. I'm pretty sure both of the Katie's poop, and I'm sure Caitlin poops as well. So <laughs> I, I never. So people will talk about on social media how apparently it's big shock. Women poop. It's we yeah. fart. We do th stuff. And like I remember when I was little, like a little kid, and it was funny when the girl farted. <laughs> I don't know where it ever came to anyone's mind or any kind of understanding that women just don't fart or poop. It's just they hide it much better than guys they, who they, will fart they, and they, then fist bump each other over how loud of a fart it was. They fart butterflies and poop rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> Is it rainbows or Skittles? Speak, well, Every well, time a woman farts, Adele plays. Let, let, well, Taste speaking, the rainbow, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, gentlemen, let's switch some gears here. <laughs> well, speaking of it, you're talking about influencers, so I don't want to lose this. Kai Green, our boy Kai Green is at it again. Remember we had talked about him a few weeks ago about he went he from was, veganism? Uh, vegan to now he's eating meat again? Yes, carnivore. Carnivore. So he, okay. he released an ebook on that. So he did the exact fucking opposite of what a vegan does. Well, now now he's doing keto. Now he released an ebook on keto. He's all about keto now. <laughs> So he's all about fat bombs now. Now he's now he's all about keto. Yeah, he, I mean I'm, I can't make this up, dude. You can go on his page right now and you'll see it. Yeah. So now he's become an expert in about a month. He's become an expert in veganism. He's become an expert in carnivore, and he's become an expert in keto. So did he Michael Moore his way into ketosis or something, dude? Or? I, Wait, so he said this all within about a month, right? This is about a, a month, month or two. Well, when we we had talked about uh, the documentary, probably a month and a half ago now. So it's maybe a two month span. So well, just to give him credit, we'll say four months. Yes, four months. He's gone through three drastic, very different diets. Yes, extremely. Drastic. They do not overlap at all for the most part. Uh, especially keto and carnivore may have some slight overlap. Bit, yeah, very slight. But there's not a whole lot of similarity between the three of them. And he's gone through it, let's say, in four months. And he's going to say that well, this is how his body changed. This is how it's so much healthier for you. His body's just, if anything is happening, because keep in mind, he's on a lot of stuff. If it is yeah. changing to get better at something, it's just because he may have taken something out of his diet that was hindering his health and added something that was bettering it that just happens to be in the diet. Yes. Ah, well, this is uh, the cringing and the frustrations. This sums up the influencers. I mean, he's well, not everybody's educated I, I, in this. He's bad. But didn't you tell weren't you telling me about another one who is worse? Yeah. So they had some celebrity. I don't even know who she is. And we'll make sure to link this in the show notes. 
I hope we're doing that, by the way. <laughs> we had to double check. But uh, this one, because I don't know her name, but uh, she's had been in some reality show. She's, she's some star on BBC News. She had said that, oh, well, they pulled her in to promote this diet drink that, is, well, supposedly for diet, you know, you lose weight with it. One of the active ingredients was cyanide. <laughs> so, so you people, take this pill, <laughs> you, you take this supplement once, you will never have to worry about your weight ever again. I know that, Literally. I know that cyanide was used in one of the world wars by, by the French, I believe. I don't know. Anyways, probably by everybody. But anyways, just to, you know, gas their enemies and kill them. That's uh, what it was used for. I think that was more mustard gas. Cyanide is the pill that you would always see in like James Bond movies where someone breaks their fake tooth and swallows it and they start gagging and die. That's cyanide. I did some research on it and it's one of the ingredients in some of the gases. Okay. So yeah, anyways, it's... You know, those gases are just a cocktail of Because I know World War One, it was mustard gas. Okay, yeah. Well, so she goes in and they're talking to her and they actually say the say what it is, like what's in it. And she just doesn't like seem to like process it or anything. So whenever anybody calls you in and you're a health professional or like, you know, professional or an influencer is a better way to put it because you're influencing a bunch of idiots online. Anyways, you we will... We don't mean idiots. Gullible, uneducated, or uninformed individuals <laughs> who are being pushed one way by an idiot well you know no no no, no. You know, anybody Andrew. listening to us is not an idiot because we're we're showing them the truth the scroll of truth you know but uh they so that's how you know that influencers like well for one don't really know what they're talking about and they're in it for the money so you literally will flash them a check and they'll literally promote anything you you tell them to i mean in fact she she was promoting skinny tea or some other brand and she says that in the you know, in the, they have a hidden camera. She says, she goes, I don't even take that stuff. You know, so a lot of stuff, they're not even taking this, you know, that's just, yeah, and they never really do. Honestly, like yeah. if you look at a high, if you look at a percentage of the influencers that promote products, especially if it's not their product, they never take it. Well, it goes back to the other time that I was talking about a fitness or an, I don't even think it's fitness, but just a, what would be known as an Instagram model maybe influencer person i don't know what the fuck she would call herself that they had their little thing of she was in her, a bikini eating pizza i remember talking about it that she would take like the tiniest little bite of it then just kind of bounce her chest around and if you watch her mouth because again that her chest distracts like every guy yeah but if you watch her mouth she doesn't actually chew or swallow anything because if she were to swallow you'd watch her esophagus drop down and come back up yeah none of that happened FYI, Andrew, it doesn't distract me because I don't like fake titties, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No boltons. I'm going to call bullshit on Miguel. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> All right, but so you know that they that they're in it for the money. They they know they probably don't care if it works or not. They're getting a check and that's all that matters. We, so I've been thinking about even running an experiment, even though people are listening, even though I've promoted it on my page on Instagram that, you know, supplements are bullshit for the most part. When I get ready for my next show, I'll end up posting something about, I took something and I can guarantee you guys, I'll get at least 10 people messaging saying, what is it you took? And I'll just, you know, have like my, you know, sub 5% pick selfie you know and people will be like how'd you do it like i'm sure i'll get that so i'm gonna i'm thinking about running that actually well that also goes in line to a different level with uh something i put on my story i think it was yesterday 
It's an older meme little photo thing of a line that says pharmaceuticals, drugs, yes. yep, whatever, know like a list of stuff. And then on the other line, it says lifestyle change. And the lifestyle change has like no one. Yeah, nobody but cares to. for the pharmaceuticals and everything, and everyone. Wait, and the surgery and all that, yep. So we're coming up on the new year. New year, new you, bullshit. <laughs> But we're coming up on the issue where people are going to want the quick fix when they go to the gym. They're going to say it's new year, new me. Again, I'm going to call it bullshit because I've been in the gym long enough to be able to say that fails nine times out of ten. Uh, all the time. I've even watched it happen where I'd watch like ten people who are brand new to the gym had fit starts with me and one of them stayed. Well, what's but the statistic to actually follow through... With that, isn't it seventy five percent of them will fail or something? Something like that? along those lines. Yeah. But the main the underlying issue that if you stop and think about it is everyone wants that quick fix. We've been told this all the time. The generations in society are getting more and more impatient. Mm-hmm. They blame it on the phones, the access to everything at the touch of a button. You can blame it whatever you want, but the fact of the matter is people want the quick fix. If you want to be healthy, fit, and look like you're in shape, it takes more than a one-hour session with a trainer to tell you this is what you need to do. Yes. Or one week going to the gym for seven days out of that week. It takes years, and yes. it takes practice. The big thing is practice. Practice the little things that become the big things. So with what you were talking about with the supplement, that if you were to say, um, I, this, I took something for my show and get all the messages, it's because the people are looking for that quick fix that will make them look better or feel better than what they are rather than taking the work to really get it done right. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, I mean, society has grown impatient, like you said. I mean, look at look at just social media, for example. It used to be videos, and now it's turned into stories where you just literally tap it and you're on to the next thing. And the next mm-hmm. thing, that's why Instagram's so popular. Everything's so, like, shortened and you get to the picture. Or here, Here's the best example. You're watching a YouTube video, right? And then there's a sudden... Let's say 10-second ad yeah. commercial. How many people get frustrated about that nah. and don't want to watch it, yeah. or but they actually get upset that it's there? I'm one of those people. I will admit it. But you think back into the early 2000s, the 90s for some people. I can't remember that far back because I was born. <laughs> but you think back before everything was th- this much faster, how many commercials would average between – like little breaks in your show. Oh, if you're watching li- Jeopardy or watching some kind of TV show. We lived off of them. That's what it was. Yeah. Like it was, it was just, it was like 10 minutes a show, 20 minutes of commercials. Yeah. It was same you, rotation. So if you look at friends for a prime example, one friends episode will average about 23 to 26 minutes of actual show. show. Yet they got about 30 minutes. And in some cases they may have an hour slot when they were on television and you do the math. The difference is, the uh, commercials. It's a lot of commercial. I mean, and that's that's what internet's becoming. You know, yeah. is <laughs> you on YouTube and halfway through whatever you're watching, some ad will pop up. You can't you escape. Know? It. Oh, no, I, well, got, I, I honestly got mad when it was Facebook. Yeah, yeah Facebook yeah. finally got uh, commercials that would randomly interrupt your uh, video, whatever it is you're watching. Well, actually, if that ever comes back, you click on a random profile, you hit back, and then the commercial disappears. It's a little hack that I had learned, but that they don't seem to be an issue now. But, uh, I mean, all this stuff is contributing to people being impatient for their goals. You know, I always tell people, it took you 10 years, 5 years, or whatever for you to put on all that weight. It's not gonna, You're not going to do it in 5 weeks. 
no, promise no you that. I mean, you can try, but the more drastic you change your everything you throw, you suddenly you get rid of all the bad food. You suddenly eating super healthy. You go to the gym six days a week from zero, and you went from walking three thousand steps to ten thousand steps a day. Like you do all these changes, you'll do that for about three to four weeks and then people relying on motivation they're relying on that new year new me thing that does wear off i mean you see it in february the membership rates start dropping again everything starts normalizing everything starts canceling everyone leaves there's all those memes about getting ready for the gym in like a week or two weeks a week a few days and has all the treadmills filled up because everyone always goes for cardio for some always yeah always that's that's basic knowledge like if you want in my opinion if you go to the gym and all you do is walk on the treadmill, you could be saving yourself a whole hell of a lot more money just by walking around your neighborhood. Yeah, assuming you're not assuming you're not in the ghetto. It's free. Yeah, and you're yeah, getting yeah, vitamin true, D. Yeah, unless it's pouring, raining, maybe I could yeah. see that. You know, but uh, just you know, parking farther, increasing neat is uh, you know that's a good way to be doing all that. But a lot of people that what they should do is try. I mean, lot, the vast majority of them should hire a trainer or try and educate themselves through the internet on how to properly lift weights. And I mean, go for that. Uh, you can do, I mean, people that have gone from zero to maybe just two days a week of strength training, man, that's a lot. Well, that's why normally when I pick up a new client who's going, meeting me and th- this is going to be their big effort to the gym, they've never been able to make the habit. I tell them, we're going to focus on making it the habit. We're going to make it so you don't dread the gym. It's going to be something you look forward to. Well, how many days a week should I start? Like four days a week, five days a week. I'm like, no, we're just going to do one or two. Yes. Sometimes it's one just because my schedule can't handle another client who has two days a week, but I will cap them off no more than two. Mm-hmm. If you want to come in on your own, let me know. and I'll give you the guidelines of what you should be addressing. And it's typically mobility. It's typically some, maybe some stretching, maybe some light resistance training just to uh, quote Sal and Stefano from Mind Pump uh, trigger session. Maybe something like that. But for the most part, I tell them, don't worry about it. I'll build you up to the third day. Yeah. When I, we're on three days, I'll build you up to the fourth day. Yes. Yeah. And I remember when I started, it was only maybe a year ago. I would go <clears throat> the first two months. I was going maybe three, sometimes two days out of the week. And then after that, when I started getting more comfortable, when I started learning a lot more from you guys, I gained a little bit more you know, confidence and discipline from it. So I'd go four, sometimes five days out of the week. And then when I was at my prime, I'd go five or six out of yeah. the week. Like it, it, basically what I'm getting at is that it should be baby steps. You should learn as you go and go as you learn. Yeah. And I'll tell you from experience, going seven days a week fucking hurts yeah, after day or after week two. If you go, let's say it's the summer, so you're a high school student. You go seven days a week and you go for an hour plus. So we're talking an hour and a half up to maybe three hours each day. That wrecks your body. I did it. Yep. I got results out of it because I was that young and it would work because I also ate anything. Yeah. But it hurts. It is really, really fucking hard to maintain Not that kind that, of intensity. It's mentally taxing. When Extremely. I'm in, when I'm in prep, I'm going six days a week and it's tough. It's tough on your schedule. You have to push things aside. You start, you know, getting into your, you know, you start isolating yourself from everybody Hey, this pops up and you're like, oh, I can't. I got to go to the gym, you know. And so, especially if you're new and you start 
getting hit with things like that, you're going to end up associating, you're still going to start dreading the gym, not going to want it. And the likelihood of you actually following through for your goals is going to mean, think about this. Let's say you went three days a week for just a year straight. You did this in 2018, beginning 2018. You actually stuck through three, because it's not that hard. Three days a week is just pretty manageable. If you did that all the way through, how would, where would you be at right now? You'd be, you'd be at a much, much, much better spot. Or even yeah. better yet, let's, let's say you have someone who wants to go five days a week. And we know that they're going to go for maybe a month, maybe two before they start fizzling out on average. And we talk about frequency, how often you hit the gym will affect how quickly and how, what, what kind of gains you will get. The person who went, let's say two months tops going an hour a, a day for every day out of the week or five days out of the week, is that more frequency in the long run compared to the person who went once, once or twice a week? fuck that sentence up but <laughs> the person who goes once a week or twice a week but they go for a year yes. they will ultimately have more frequency logged up and when they look back on that year than the person who went for two months but went for five days out of the week ball i mean you see this all the time with people that go like get ready for a wedding right mm-hmm. they go super hard for two or three months and they, they're on their this their the big day they get to their goal weight, then they suddenly stop doing is there's a stop, and then their habits never changed, nothing, and they kind of get all the weight gain plus and more. You know how we see that all the time. So remember, life is not a sprint. It, it, you can think of it as a race if you want, but it's not a sprint. It's more of a triathlon. It's some cool. be, some yeah. people will say it's mar- marathon, but no, it's triathlon because there's multiple different mediums of which you will or different phases of your life. Sometimes you'll do stuff that may be like swimming, then you're running, then you're cycling. But the idea is there's different parts of your life where you are completely different in what you're doing compared to what you were doing. But it's distance. Yes. You can't sprint a marathon or a triathlon. If you can, we need to do some research on you to figure out what the fuck happened with your genes that allowed you to do that because that should be something that's like super soldier. Yes. Yeah, and we should replicate that. Yes. <laughs> Just take your time with it, man. It's yeah. the best way. You remember, Noel, I was at 199 when we started talking more. Yeah. And I got down to 189, I want to say like a month or two back before I hurt my back, basically. That, that's that's at least, what, eight or nine months of time. It took just 10 pounds alone yeah. to lose. But I still got very good results physically. Yeah. It just you, it takes time. You weren't going there six days a week. You just made these lifestyle changes and they start adding up over time. Exactly. I mean, if you start doing all these little things, you suddenly are eating more. You just start eating more vegetables. You're not, you're not a perfect angel or anything. You're not eating like yeah. a bodybuilder but you're just including more vegetables you're going three times a week you know hitting the gym i mean in a year that's huge difference huge difference so here's something that we could probably do if we decide that we will help push the understanding that for the new year's resolutioners to take it slower that it's a long distance race not a sprint is we can show you what we were what i can show you what i was like in high school so this is almost 10 years ago then I can show you what I was like when I started actually hitting the gym. Then I can show you a year after that and a year after that and a year after that and then show you the comparison of me in high school to me now. I've been approached a few times. Not a whole lot because my girlfriend says I have a resting bitch face. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been approached a few times commenting about how great your shoulders look despite the fact it makes your head look small. <laughs> how good your chest looks, your arms look, legs look, abs, whatever. How good your physique looks. What do you do? And I've been training for about five, six years straight now. You do that. 
Yes. And then you keep going. You just, you just make it a lifestyle. You literally, you don't go to the gym because, I mean, you should enjoy it. You should, you should like, like to go. But you shouldn't go and treat it like it's a job either. I mean, you go there, like, you're just going to, I mean, yes, it's like a job. But you don't want to go there like, ugh. It's a hobby. Be there, yes. Yeah, and, it's a, it's a it's a good hobby. And a lot of thing, like a lot of people will take away is that, oh, you know, I want to watch my shows or I want to do this. You know, half an hour to an hour is really not that big part of your evening or yeah. your afternoon. Yeah. So if people will put a lot more effort into finding reasons that they shouldn't go. I mean, I, you guys have seen it, right? You'll yeah. get clients that are like, oh, this and you have to kind of wiggle them. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. You have to kind of. We talked about the stubborn client uh, an episode or two ago. And one of the things that I've dealt with is, well, kids are doing this, husband wants to do that, uh, like, let's just say I, I have a show I want to watch. Yeah. Can we reschedule? Like, okay, first off, no, because you're, <laughs> fu- you're now fucking with my schedule in my yes. life. What if I want to meet with my girlfriend or be with my family? Mm-hmm. But no, because then when we do reschedule it, the likelihood of you doing that to me again Yes. Is going to increase until I either put my foot hard on the ground, say no, or okay, we can keep rescheduling, but every time you do, I'm charging you for it. Because I'm, I'm here and I'm ready. Yeah. Where and are if you? I, if I can add one more little thing, is that the people that also make the excuse is like, oh, I'd love to go to the gym, but I also like food too much. It's like, that's the main reason you should be yeah, going. Yeah. Noel, what are your <laughs> calories at? Right now, it's 20. 26 27 actually i recently dropped it i want th- something else i didn't say is actually i'm like kicking off the prep so but so but now, the now highest they dropping. got to was 2700 was the highest they got to so the thing is uh you're you should lift weights also to be able to eat more i mean increase the metabolism i mean if you're not going to make a giant a gi- giant uh, a giant change to your diet you can at least incorporate strength training reap the benefits from it part of it being increasing lean mass so I mean, you're not being this perfect angel, but you're doing something to one, negate your bad diet, and two, I don't know, increase the metabolism and maybe being able to eat more. So this yeah. is one of your things I would say whenever you were to try to advertise yourself as a trainer or promote yourself and try to say, why would I pay for Noel's services? Your biggest selling point is the fact that all your clients, you've been able to increase what they eat. Yes. And they still lose fat. And get them to complain about it, too. That's been the beautiful beautiful thing (laughs) but i mean big thing is anybody that's going to be starting to hit the gym is don't be intimidating i mean don't be intimidated also don't be intimidating that's a jackass move if you're in the gym (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. my brother does that remember he's the jackass asian redneck yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) well sometimes what you'll notice is the guys that end up being like the most the strongest the guy could squat 600 pounds you know off the side really quiet no one talks to him the one people are scared to talk to turn out to be the guys that will actually give you a little guidance will actually help you out a lot more than you think they will oh, yeah. it's the guy that walks around thinking he's big and you know just scrolling he, he, wa- he walks like he has elephantitis of his dick and his testicles <laughs> yes he has ILS which for those who don't know means imaginary lat syndrome yes arms flared out but there's nothing that supports why they're flared out as we talked about in an li- earlier episode he f- does a workout then flexes everything and pulls up his shirt to flex his abs when he just did bicep curls yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that <laughs> those are the assholes yeah that's a douchey person you don't want to ask plus you do not want their advice no for sure. it is not worth they may look great but there's also plenty of other potential reasons as to why they look the way they do some of it may be found in a needle 
yeah exactly well i mean people that enjoy this they enjoy their this fitness journey are the ones that are tend to be a lot more excited to share their knowledge too you know so don't be afraid to ask honestly just be a little social there don't annoy people but just be social and you know you'll realize you'll start you know meeting new people and maybe you know forming a new little click in there you know a new little group of friends and that's oh, yeah. where you can have it if you get a trainer that's where they can help you out one thing i did when i was at beyond fitness was during the fit start or with a client was we'd be working out or i'd be showing them around the gym and i would know someone so i'd pull them aside like hey so you, I know you are not going to pay for personal training. Let's say that they already said they don't want it. But this guy here is pretty good at what he does. He knows the basics. He knows he's a, he's a good source for just little guidance points. And he, he may look mean. Like, I'll even say it to his face. Like, he may look like a mean SOB, but he's a really nice guy. Just ask him, and he'll be more than happy to talk to you. If I'm training with people, nine times out of ten, since I knew almost everyone at the gym, they would come over talk with me as I'm working my client. I'm like, oh, by the way, this is my client. This is whatever my client's name is. And client, this is my friend, whoever the fuck is talking to me and bugging me. Yeah. But it'd be, I the trainer can introduce you to people and help you build your network. Oh, because sure. the trainer is ingrained in the gym. That's where we live. Yeah. We're, we're like celebrities in there. <laughs> <laughs> and in some people's minds, we are the influencers there. Uh, unfortunately uh, easy easy don't use that word <laughs> yeah but um, another tip i want to throw out there for anybody that's going to be starting you know their 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 quest for the truth you know uh-huh. th- they um they should find find a good starting like a starting strength a good program to build strength now people are like oh i don't want to build strength i want to look you know it's like, just hear me out get a good strength program Get to a point where you can lift some decent weight. Once you're at that position, you're in a really good spot to say, okay, now what do I want to do? Do you want to go continue continue and get stronger because you got hooked to it? Or do you want to maybe, okay, start chiseling out the body a little bit? Maybe now it's time to focus more on the diet. You know, just focus on getting stronger first and everything, your choices later on will be easier to make because you'll be in a really, really, really good spot. You've already built muscle. You've dropped a little bit of body fat. Your clothes starting to fit a little better, a little more loose. And so, I mean, then on, it's you, then you've got momentum going into another phase of it. So I've actually, building on that, I've already built one. I, I've built a program that is designed for the first half of your workout to address weaknesses, deficiencies, whether it, typically it's mobility. I always like to focus on mobility because that will also benefit your flexibility. But first part of the workout is let's make it so your body can just move correctly. And then the second part of the workout for the beginners is all about teaching you how to move, like how, how to pick something up, how to squat, how to push. The intermediate program I built does the same thing with the first half of the workout where it's all about correcting what is wrong with your body as best as I can. The second part of the workout is just what you said. It's strengthening because if you're that out of shape or that deconditioned, your body's not moving right, static posture is shit, fixing it and then just learning how to move better will build strength so much more than a six hour or like like a three hour program six day a week that yes. you'll you won't finish or the little super hit classes that yes. you go to oh god it will be better because it will actually teach you what you're doing wrong and then when you find out this is how you actually squat you will al- almost immediately feel your butt and you don't need a whole lot of volume if you have never squatted correctly when you do it right once. Yeah, so actually speaking of that, it reminds me of a client I have. He uh, doesn't squat. He didn't, wasn't squatting a whole lot for me. He's a very top-heavy guy. Well, I get him maximum squatting twice a week, and that's about all the glute 
you know, work he gets. And his mom actually noticed. He goes, you're getting a little butt. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, my boy. <laughs> it's, a proud, it's a proud coach moment there. Here's an example. I have a client who I've done primarily deadlift and squat. And they noted that their stomach got flat. Or Crazy. it was flattening. And I never had them do any ab work. But I taught them how to use their abs to brace properly for the squat and the deadlift. That's the beauty of those two lifts, man. So you learn how to move correctly in these dynamic or compound movements. You will naturally get stronger. It will start changing your body. One of my one client I have right now who's like a huge fan of what I've been having him do noted his body was changing. He was getting stronger. And all I ever had him do to start off was mobility body weight. Start with priming movements from MAPS Prime. And then we did animal flow or my variations on it, building him up to a squat and a deadlift and a push press or a bench. But all along, he was noting his body comp is starting to change. His body is holding better. His neck pain is going away. He is able to do his job, not get sick as easily. Yep. So you start off with that, learning how to move better and just making it so your body can move better will also build strength that will then be capable of being applied to a more strength-like program. Yeah, and then a few months down the road, if he wants to take on something more advanced, he's a lot. He's much more prepared for it now as yeah. if he just did it day one. So let, let's say it's been about six months. I had him do just basic mobility priming. I already explained that. We are now doing a pendulum model, which is a nonlinear periodization program in which each week I am changing his weights, his volumes around, and he's responding very well to it. Main idea. That is complicated. It was a pain in the ass for me to put that together and get everything mapped out. When we started, he could barely do any of that. I actually held him back saying, we are not going to do that. We're going to build a good foundation. Yeah. Uh, Like building a house, build a good solid foundation. Don't worry about the picture frames and what granite color this you can have. Solid foundation. Get the structure up first and then everything else will come in and then your house will last longer and look better. You know? Yeah. And with that, we're going to close things off. All right, guys, don't forget to give us a follow on our Nerds and Iron Instagram, at Nerds and Iron. You can give me a follow on Noel Cast Iron Fit. You can get hold of me at Knack Attack Fit and at Iron Nerd Moto. I've not been active on that one as much, so but I'm getting follow, something guys. up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you can get a hold of me of either one or search me on Facebook. And you guys can follow me at Brown Psycho 100 and follow my YouTube channel. Thanks, guys.